Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. And we are Sorry Right Number. Okay, tonight's episode is Season 1, Episode 8, Inside the Closet. I'll read a quick... Well, now, before I do that... Tales from the Dark Side. Um, this movie was directed... I just want to get into this before we... I just thought it was cool. I didn't, uh, didn't notice it. Tom Savini directed this episode. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's directed movies before. In fact, the remake of um, Night Living Dead, the 1990 uh-huh. version, he did that one. He It was because oh, Romero... It was a great... How was it? It was actually. How was it not good? I didn't say it wasn't good. I don't. I don't like your tone, man. I'm not, you know me in zombie movies. It was that was a very worthy remake, and it was such a noble <coughs> thing that he wanted to do it because he wanted to see his friend. Because you know, um, you know, he had he was he was supposed to do makeup on the original, but he was in Vietnam uh-huh. and he couldn't do it. Uh, but Romero. Romero hired him to do Dawn of the Dead. Well, every movie he's done since then. Mm-hmm. And, um, or just about every movie. So, you know, no, every, it's like, uh, it's like, of course, it's like, uh, what do you call it? It's wildly known, it's l- largely known that Romero never made money on that movie because he screwed up in the, um, in the uh, copyright. Mm. That's why anyone can use Night of Living Dead or remake it. They don't have to pay him because the it became uh, public domain because he screwed up mm. when licensing it. I see. It was a clerical error that, oh. based on shit like that, is why the laws changed. So it's not as easy to make a mistake like that. Right. But he lost so much money. The studio made a ton of money. He made none. Mm-hmm. And. Um, so he wanted to see his friend actually get paid for that movie. So Romero directed, or, he, or Savini directed it, but Romero was a producer on it. I see. So yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, Tom Savini directed that episode. I mean, and, you know, just to give you an idea, I mean, he can direct. He's not like known one of the greatest. He's only directed 10 movies, but he directed an episode of the Creep Show, show that's on Shudder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he directed. Uh, Oh, well, that's not that good. Theater Bazaar is okay. Uh, Dead Time Stories, Volume 1, was the anthology. Didn't uh, of course, the Night of the Living Dead uh, remake. You know what? How much money did that movie make? I think it was a budget of... Yeah, it was budget 4.2. Oh, that sucks. Oh, well, yeah, that wasn't great. Uh, it was budget is 4.2, worldwide gross... Uh, 5.8. Yeah, so it, it didn't lose money, money, but it didn't light the world on fire either. Um, generally, for a movie to be considered a success, it, should, it has to make three times what it cost to make. All right. Um, let's get on with the show. I just thought it was a pretty cool little thing. Um, I'll read a quick synopsis and we'll get into it. What is scurrying around inside the closet of the upstairs room that grad student Gail Ansley rents from veterinary school dean Dr. Finner. Gail doesn't know, but she is determined to find out, and Dr. Finner, Finner isn't telling. So, some heavy hitters, character the, actors. The two, the two actors that there are. Yeah. 
Because um, you'll note, most of these episodes have had been a maximum of four people. And usually one or two sets at most. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, the show... I mean, this show did okay numbers, but it didn't light the world on fire as far as television goes. You know what's funny? The numbers this show did then would be gangbusters now. It would be considered mm-hmm. a super hit. Mm-hmm. Because, well, you know, before we had 500 channels, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, this is in the ten cha- 8 to 10 channel days, maybe, maybe 20 if you have cable. Cable, maybe 20. Yeah, and... Um, so uh, this show did huge numbers for now, but then it wasn't considered uh, a super hit, but enough to keep the lights on. So they left, they left it there, but they didn't really give them a budget, not a really good budget. It was such a shoestring budget for this yeah. show. The but entire, the entire. They series. obviously spent it all on the talent. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. But then again, you know, like I said in previous episodes, uh, it's a little easier because you only got this guy for you know your 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 heavy. For a day or two, right, and then um, so that yeah, but yeah, I, I bet you the vast majority of the budget went to the actor actors because it's always some character actor of note of both age groups. Mm-hmm. Um, Fritz Weaver, legendary character actor. He's been in every fucking thing. The last thing uh, he was in Creep Show. He was yeah, remember in Creep Show. He was the guy with the with uh, the the horrible wife that mm-hmm. was Adrian Barbeau. Remember, she's mm-hmm. yelling at him and bitching at him. The alcoholic wife. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Uh, and you know, Romero directed that. So, but you know, a lot of these people are also people uh, Romero's work with. Mm-hmm. Um, here's something I didn't know. He, yeah, he's in a lot of movies. These guys been he's been working. He's uh. Yeah, 139 things. The last thing he did was in 2016. So the guy's still, still, still in it. Mm-hmm. But um, he's 90. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, he's dead. <laughs> That's why the last thing he did. So yeah. he worked right up till the end. Uh, he did. He died January 19th. Uh, 19th. Uh, oh, not his birthday. He died November 26, 2016. When and everybody else went. The and, Great Culling of 2016. And the congressman was the last thing he did uh, with, Treat, Ol- with uh, Treat Williams, and that was in 2016. So he worked all the way till the end. He was 90. God damn. Good for him. Um, the wife, or the student, Roberta Weiss, another character actor. She has been in everything. She was everything. in The Dead Zone. She was in, um, oh, God, a ton of TV but she's she's yeah she's the last thing she shot was um in 2016 but she's still working yep a canadian anyway um it's just these two she comes home uh comes home she rents rents this room and immediately you know, she thinks she has a mouse, a mice in the closet because well, you hear him in the, hear scratching and movement this in the closet. walls. It's one of those older houses, mm-hmm. those little the, short storage with the closets. little short storage closet. Always creepy. And he's like kind of creepy professor dude, 
himself. He's a veterinarian professor, mm-hmm. and and she's a grad student. So she rents the room, and he's like, no boyfriends and no, you know, you got to be quiet. And he's all this, and he, he's like, this was my daughter's room, but that closet is locked, so I gave you a wardrobe. And I'm thinking, if you don't want anybody to go in it, you just put the fucking wardrobe in front of the closet door. Or how about this? It's a huge house. Right. Pick another room. room right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just simple. Pick another room. That was when I was watching it. I was like, this is a big fucking house. Why do you just have another room? Right. Why does it have to be this room? Well, for obvious reasons. Right. So, yeah, she's hearing noises on the other side of the supposed locked door at night. Right. And uh, she says, oh, you have mice. He's like, no, we don't have mice here. In the uh, meantime, something's crawling out from under the dark and... Pulling stuff, stuff under the bed. Uh, the, yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, it's just... It's, this is kind of silly. This one's kind of silly. But it's, well, it's a obvious. Path. Yeah, you. it's so telegraphed. And you, he gaslights you, her so obviously. And it was like... There are no rocks in this house. You're crazy. That was, door's locked. I've never been able to open it. Yeah, Yeah. it was like... Um, you saw this coming a mile away. Yeah. But... Uh, so it was just a waiting game, really. So what ends up happening is... She sets a mouse trap and and she doesn't catch a mouse. Later on, she ends up sticking her hand in there and your mouse trap goes off because she's searching, feeling around for something, trying to go in. She actually goes into the closet and it's just a bunch of dolls and doll clothes and but little girl clothes. It was also empty. Yeah, it was empty point. earlier. Yeah. And then all this stuff is in there. So is that supposed to be his daughter? I'm assuming that that, and I'm I, I'm getting some like mad scientist, right? Veterinary medicine vibe, like she may have been some sort of oh God, monkey I'm, thing. I'm totally skipping ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fast forward, uh, there's a creature in a closet. Oh, go figure. Yeah, a it's, pretty creepy looking one. It was too. it was really good makeup. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, even for today's standards, I mean, I know you know it's an anima, you know it's a puppet, but right. It looked really good. Like, it, if you showed it to Bobby, she'd freak out. I would use it in something if I had that thing yeah. at my disposal. I mean, it looked that good. It, it was kind of like E.T.-ish on the body. and Yeah, but it was like real pale. It looked Big half, red eyes. Yeah, it looked, it, it looked half human. It looked... Uh, it basically looked like a, a like mutated, a hairless monkey alien. Demon thing. Yeah. And uh, it attacks her and kills her. And, and he eat, lets it. Yeah, and it eats her. And then uh, he goes downstairs, or you, you, we see him downstairs. And uh, who's he talking to? He's on the phone with her mother. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, he hangs up and he looks down, and that little creature's like by his leg, like a pet, and he picks it up like a baby, mm-hmm. like you would a toddler. Mm-hmm. And he's talking baby talk to it and hugs it and gonna go take it upstairs go to bed and read a story yeah and that's it uh, so i i thought it was like maybe since he was a veterinarian because it kept saying that then maybe he did some kind of cross thing to keep yeah that was what alive. i totally got like some like maybe put her into some ape like or whatever right like it did look like a hairless ape or maybe mutated. his daughter was some mutated something anyway mm-hmm. or somewhere between Dr. Frankenstein and 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 Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Somewhere between there is what I got. You know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's a good. Uh, <coughs> that's a good. Uh, 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 Analogy. It? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I can't think. Um. Yeah. So this was okay. It was just what it was. It was pretty 
transparent. Right. So, um, I will be back uh, next week with episode nine. And, um, yeah, folks, we'll see you then. Oh, wait, what am I doing? I was like, I'm, that's why I'm sitting here. This day. I was like, well, you missed what? I am. I had an edible. and I, I was going to say, how long ago? It's, well, before I got here. Yeah, damn. But it's fucking kicking in. I'm sorry. Apparently. My, I apologize. Um, and, and by I, the way, we live folks, in a state where that's perfectly legal. 100%. Um, also, uh, inside baseball, folks. I got here and left. I had a really detailed notes for these two episodes, and I left my pad at home, my other pad at home. So I'm having to kind of, I'm a little discombobulated. That's all I'm saying. Mr. Director, sir. <laughs> so, this, uh, this episode came out in November 18th, 1985. Four. 1984. There wasn't a lot of things of note. Um, Granted, it's only a week later. There's only two movies that came out. A Cruel Romance. Uh, I don't know any of these actors. It's a... And Falling in Love. It's romantic comedies. Yeah, it was... That or, was rom- uh, or romantic movies. Yeah, it was a romantic drama. And it was uh, with uh, Robert De Niro and Meryl Streep. Mm. Didn't yeah. even know that movie existed. Two great actors. Yeah, two powerhouses. Yeah. But... Um, that's the only thing that uh, that I could see of note. Well, that's I guess the the other thing was. Um, well, De Niro's going poor right now. He's down to seven point nine. He only made seven point five million last year. De Niro. Yeah, he's going broke. He says. That's all he made. Okay. Seven million. Uh-huh. Jeez, how does he live? I don't know. Well, this is a guy that's probably worth a hundred. So mm-hmm. it's weird that he's going broke. <laughs> I wonder if it's because uh, he sponsored. Uh, he did the, you know, the Tribeca Film Festival. That's him. Oh, and that's, that's not so he happening. probably lost his ass. <laughs> lost that's not, his ass. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, we, we're talking about if we if we whittled it down to De Niro's finances, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, we'll see you next week. Shoots. <laughs>